You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to Inside Real Estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. The show that brings you all the hottest topics and insights directly from those who know it most. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Mm, what is up, everyone? Paul Poslakis, Salvatore Guzmano, Brad Weisgerber. We are inside real estate. We have some really special guests today, Brad and Ryan Wolf with Holland Hunter Realtors. There's more to it, right? It's Hall, like Holland uh, Hunter uh, Realtors. You that's it. it. I just nailed it. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryan, get up. Put it in your mouth, man. All right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's weird. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun show today. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about your business, how you guys got into it. You guys are brothers. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a family thing that you guys have going on. It's good. You're very Trump-esque <laughs> with your look today. I don't know if anybody ever brings that up, but uh, no. you, 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 you look like you could be related. Uh, hopefully you're not. <laughs> you might be a That's man. A burn. <laughs> we, just, we just lost half the listeners out there. There goes everybody. Off, uh, not exactly. Uh, anyways. Um, so today, I w- yeah, again, I, w- I want to get into your story. I do want to talk. There's a weird thing that's happening. I don't know if you guys saw this. Like, there's a, a lawsuit being had against uh, NAR and a few other people about the compensation for uh, – uh, buyers agents, uh, they're saying that they they've been overcompensated. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about the market, but let's get into you guys right now. Tell tell us tell the audience a little bit about because obviously, I mean, it's funny, Ryan. You actually did mortgages. You've been at kind yeah. of title mortgages. You kind of been I, in every part of it. And you just yeah. and you, I don't know. You've just gone straight to the real estate. Yeah, side. I've been yeah, yeah. doing real estate half my life, yeah. half half your life. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> pretty close. So like five, over, five years, five half. ten years, right? <laughs> a yeah. little over half my life. So, uh, so talk to us about your story, guys. I mean, obviously, your father um, it, it championed the, the the business for a long time, and, and yep. he's got a great yep. reputation in the industry. And obviously, for you guys, it, was, it seems like a natural fit for you guys to go into the business. So, talk to us about how you guys got into yeah. it, and you guys you both have lived through the downturn. So, that's always interesting to talk about. Yeah, yeah. well, we we uh, definitely grew up in it and, and had a lot of dinner table conversations about real estate. So it was your whole our, life. It was right? in our blood. It was yeah. something that even if we didn't know, it's something that we were kind of grown up in and uh, and trained to, to to love. So I got into the business. Brad initially got into real estate uh, out of school. I think he was had a different job for a year or so, um, but it was inevitable that he was going to get into real estate. Yeah. And then uh, I came out and I didn't want to compete against my brother, but yet real estate was was kind of my focus that I wanted to get into. So I got into the title insurance business for a couple of years with, with uh, Devon Title, a local yeah. title company. They do a good job too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was fun. It was great. Became yeah. a closer, got to learn the documentation of the whole process, the mm-hmm. mortgage side, the real estate side. It, it gave me a great basis to, to go from. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, got into the mortgage business. I was in the mortgage why, business why for a little <laughs> and I, I'm going to talk good about it's it. It's easy no, and good, good money, right? Yeah, it's it what they all say. Yeah, but it, easy, easy really money. Easy money. I get, no got stress. into it when it was great yeah, and then went no through, the, through the downturns. But I learned a ton about it. And it was, I want to say it was about 12 or 13 years in the mortgage side. But the whole time I knew I wanted to get into real estate. That was my focus. And the reason I didn't do it any, any earlier is you have a pipeline growing. You, you, you kind of worried about leaving something, starting something new. That's always um, tough, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I finally did it, and I love it. It's awesome. And then I get to work with this guy who's my yeah, best how many, friend. How so many years? Cool. How Are you guys best friends, really? Are you guys yeah. get along? Yeah, yeah, we do get yeah. along. That's good. We yeah, did it's, it's when we so were young. It's so incestual. We live uh, an eighth of a mile from each other. Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, our parents live about an eighth of a mile from us. And not only that, we vacation together, we work together, and uh, – 
we'll still yeah. call each other for beers. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty close. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a Which good thing. Good, though. Yeah, we hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's awesome. I think the the, the more just the, the the all that experience in the industry prior to even getting into real estate, I feel is very very valuable because you kind of yeah. understand all facets and I think Definitely. a lot of agents unfortunately don't even really have a good grasp on the the lending side or the finance side. It's tough for them to even wrap their they just think it happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? It just all oh, yeah. where's my money? And it happens oh, right. Right. We should never. No, there's what's always take, what's well, taking so long on the pre-approval? <laughs> like three second yeah. process. We're trying to do it right, <laughs> yeah. dude. It's self-employed. Yeah. And they don't, you know, they don't want to know. The agents don't right. want to know the process until there's a, a serious situation, and then they want to know, you know, what happened and yeah. why, and yeah. and so it, you, eventually you have to know both sides. You got to you, know, you got to at least know enough. You do right, right. just like right. us. Like I mean, Sal, so we have to know enough on the real estate side just to, yeah. you know, to understand both sides. Yeah, for sure. It's you know, like what's taking so long to negotiate. The foundation issue. Sure, you know, if you didn't understand like, well, the real estate get, process, you're you uh, yeah. make it a Where's lot more the addendum? difficult. Yeah, we yeah. need to close. <laughs> we know it just but doesn't work that way. It's also it's a hard, I think a lot of people try to act like the other professional, like like a real estate guy will try to they'll know stay a lot about more. Lane, it's like stay in your own lane. Well, that's the thing. It's like you can go enough to talk about it and, and understand and, and possibly mm-hmm. you know, find out any issues that might happen or, or be able to kind of insight on some stuff. But I always say talk to the professional, call your right. lender. Yeah. Call the title company, but I can definitely help you out as far as the process from how I I've think seen that's it go. Really important because so, if yeah. someone asks me a real, I might know the answer or even have a good. Vi- yeah. But I don't want to give the wrong. I mean, ultimately, the client needs to get service the best way, and yeah. me giving them any real estate advice, like how should I negotiate? No, that's not yeah. me, man. You, you have a professional. <laughs> that's why you have a real estate. Hand, agent, like, right? I'm not the. Well, what is this? Talk to your. What about this? Con- no, talk to your guy, right? Yeah. And that's also, yeah. Re- yeah. real estate agents, you know, when they. Give an estimate of closing costs. Like, man, for it, better or worse, right? way different than what. That? Yeah, because yeah, exactly. it's like you know, every no matter who the lender is, they got different or fees, agents, different ways yeah. to do it. Schedule the closing before. Or not. Yeah, can, you, can I ask you that? Why, why the fuck do you guys schedule the closing before <laughs> we have a clear to close? <laughs> the only yeah. you know you know why? Well, it, it, and I'm not suggesting this is the right way, but. Um, the title companies are typically pressuring us, like, we mm-hmm. got to get it on the books. We got to get it on yeah. the books. Yeah. If, we don't sure put, if we don't get it on the books, then yeah. we may not have the, the, that the date, date available. Yeah, so, I see that. Yeah. So, they, so the the agent, <clears throat> not not so much the brokerage, but the agent uh, specifically or, or the buyer yeah. uh, may say, well, well, let's just get it scheduled. We could always postpone. Yeah. So then it puts pressure. But that never happens. Right? They, you guys. they schedule it and they're like, well, why aren't we closing? I'm like, well, well that's, that's true. And the that's, client calls. Well, what happens we a lot is we'll get an email from title. Yeah. And yeah. are you clear to close yet? No, we're, we're not. Yeah. At this moment, we're expecting we're close, it in the right. next day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then somehow I'll get a scheduling email. Yeah. And a call from like a listing agent. Oh, yeah. we heard we're clear to, <laughs> clear to close. I'm like, no, <laughs> tomorrow. Or so, yeah, usually yeah. by the time I get yeah. the call, we are. But well, I think it's you very- know knowing that. See, you know, these are good conversations because knowing that we can go back. We have a in-house title company. We can, yeah. you know, discuss those, yeah, those guys concerns. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Well, it's so, all about the relationship right. and the team, right? You, you the more there's you. communication, and it's like, hey. No problem. You know, you can move this up a week. We can schedule it. Yeah, We're right. going to be good to go, right? But right. Well, sometimes you you ride the lightning on the deals yeah. until the very end, and puts, that that puts happens, unnecessary right? Unnecessary pressure and, yeah. and un- yeah. uh, 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 false expectations out there. That's the thing. It's, it, we're really big on creating the proper expectations, even though I think I'm going to be clear to close, and we're probably going to be able to do it. Right. You, in our business, on our side, a million things could happen, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many like mind – it's a minefield, right? And you're trying to navigate it. Mm-hmm. So I'm always very leery. I always uh, err like caution on the on the side of like uh, – err on the side of caution because I don't want to screw something up. Um, anyways, so 
uh, Brett, you tell me about how you – I mean obviously you just went straight to real estate. Yeah. For, for the most part, I was uh, at a marketing <clears throat> firm for about a year out okay. of college and um, – Long and short of it is is that uh, decided I wasn't happy there, yeah. and um, that was right about the same time Dennis, my father, our dad, uh, was moving our two offices into our current location downtown Birmingham, and he said, "I'll tell you what, Brad, why don't you come coordinate the move?" He didn't want to pack up all the boxes, basically. Okay. <laughs> you why don't you come coordinate, coordinate the move, right? We Thank God we only had two two or three computers uh, in the office yeah. at that time. This is back in 1997. Tower computers are like this. Yeah. yeah right? And uh, come coordinate the move. I'll, I'll pay you. And uh, you can go out and interview from, you know, during the day. And I said, okay, great. So I, I started doing that packing boxes and realizing oh it, it uh with that being said i had my real estate license i got my real estate license a little early after on. i got yeah early on yeah and so then um all of a sudden my buddies started calling me i was 22 years old my buddies started calling me saying hey you know, are house? you you're you you said you're working at hall and hunter now and you know i want to buy a house can you help me and I thought, well i don't know maybe maybe i could <laughs> yeah all of a sudden my first sale 22 years old i thought wow this is pretty decent money and then i looked around the office and i realized the real successful agents are very successful, doing, well, doing yeah. real well. And I liked it. I thought, boy, I could be out making money, hanging out with my buddies, selling them their first homes, yeah. driving around. It got real know, sexy telling, real fast. Telling, <laughs> jokes, <laughs> telling jokes out of the office yeah. on a summer day and, and making money, showing houses. And then and, uh, fell in love with it. That's awesome. The rest is history. That was, that was 20, 22 years ago. You've seen a lot in those 22 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's been yeah, a while. And and your and your father, I, I don't want to skip over him. I mean, he started the whole thing. How long ago was that? He actually he bought into the business. He bought Hall and Hunter in 1982. Yeah, and uh, and I didn't realize this, Ry. You probably caught it as well. Uh, we just had our recent award ceremony a couple weeks ago, and uh, he had a very sh- sh- uh, small part in the program. And uh, he was while he was talking during the awards uh, breakfast. He had mentioned the first year when he bought the business in 1982, their total volume, his total volume was $8 million. <laughs> for the whole For business. the whole office. Wow. And just last year, we did a little over $400 million. So it tells you where he's taking wow. it. So That's it's, a big um, – yeah. I mean, think about that. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty wild, so, man. So he, it's been – I mean, you guys have a really good brand in the area. I mean, you guys are located in Birmingham, Michigan, which is a really nice – I mean, it's like the Manhattan of Michigan. Mm-hmm. I, like it's, by the way – Competitive. It's, it's, it's competitive, really competitive. You guys right. have a lot of agents that want yeah. to be a piece of that pie. Yeah. So how do you guys yeah. navigate? I mean, how do you set yourself apart <laughs> in this really crowded, noise-filled room where everybody's kind of vying for everybody's attention? It's it's difficult in today's world to kind of set yourself apart, really. Mm-hmm. So what do, what do you guys do as far as that goes? Well, I think it, it, as far as uh, people do ask, so like, holy cow, there's literally a real estate company on every corner in this little square mile area in Birmingham. Yeah, bro. And there is. And there's thousands of agents. But there's enough business to go around and, and not don't get caught up in, in what everyone else is doing. Get caught up in what you're doing. Yeah. And where, where's your niche? What where's yeah. your what are you delivering to your clients? Where's your sphere of influence and what are they doing? I think so many people with technology nowadays get so worried about everyone else. Mm-hmm. 
and, and don't worry about themselves or worry about their sphere of influence. They worry about the people that they're not getting. Yeah. It's like don't mm-hmm. worry about the people you have. Continue yeah. to stay in touch with them. They're the ones that are going to grow your business. They're the ones that are loyal to you. Um, but from yeah, our end, as far you, as a company, stand out. You know what yeah. makes us different? We, we, really, we have our niche, and we 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 try to push that niche. And, it, and we're not saying that we're better than everyone else, or everyone else is better than us. But we we believe in what we have and and, and what we deliver as far as a product to the um, clients out there. And it's something that that we're big on on a full service real estate company. We believe our agents are best out, are best in the best situation. Doing what they do best, which is listing and selling real yeah. estate. It's not. Yeah. It's not at back of the office sitting on a computer, yeah. uh, in front of a desk. So we deliver more of a full service um, uh, product as far as from our end. Yeah, I mean, so, so it kind of echoes your philosophy on that a lot. Like, you know, sometimes well, I personally, like, I'm vindictive, <laughs> and I'm like, I want, I want to kill them. And so I was like, dude, they don't matter. Right? Yeah. It kind of yeah. shuts me. Well, down. I, yeah. you know, a lot of people, to your point, they go really wide yeah. with their relationships. Right? I want to work with everyone. Yeah. Right. And it's like, well, in doing so, right, like that, the, what you have, you have to go deep with. Right. Mm-hmm. Or someone else will and, and you'll, they'll be gone. Yeah. Right. It's very so, true. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I mean, it, like you like you said, it's it's a super crowded <clears throat> field. But to your point, it's a pretty big pie, man. It is. Right. There's a lot of there's there's thousands of transactions happening like right mm-hmm. now. Right. Yep. And and worrying about what that other guy's doing. I mean, great. It's good to have goals and people that you want to be. But like to like. To make that your focus, you kind of lose the focus of like like if we just worried about what everybody else was doing. Sell, I don't think we'd be successful because we just have to do, like we've have yeah. to own what we do, right? Yeah, no, well, we've yeah. we've had. Uh, you're absolutely right. I I agree with you, Paul. I you know we've had a lot of conversations over the last year or two uh, because we have our, our office, Ryan and I, our dad. We've been going through some transitions as to. You know who's steering the ship? Where are we going? What's yeah. the future of Holland yeah. Hunter? So we've had a lot of those conversations, and it and it they continue to bring us back to who we are. You know what what do we do best? Um, what sets us apart from our competitors? Yeah, and then let's build on that. And yeah. um, the the fun thing is is that we are definitely different, and I think we're one of the only or one of the last independent real estate companies. Mm-hmm. We're not a franchise, so yeah. you know th- things like that. That uh, how does that so in your mind how is that an advantage on some level right well it it really goes back down to uh, all the way down to you know control of our brand you know we we know Birmingham we've been here for sixty five years the company right. has been our brand has been um, so we know we know Birmingham and we can change with the market we can change with our local market and um, um, it it really is. Quality over quantity. We're, we're never mm. interested in having the most offices on every corner in in uh, America. We're we're not interested in having the most agents. We're focused on having the very best agents. Yeah, you know we're we have ninety agents in the office, but uh, which may sound like a lot, it's not. Not you compared know, to speaking. Yeah, one of yeah. one of the smaller companies in town. But but what that what that means is uh, on top of that, our our agents on average sell more volume. Than any other uh, agent in our in our local market. Yeah. Um, so it's again quality, quality, quality. 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 Yeah. 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 I mean, there's two ways you can look at it. These some of these places, <clears throat> look. Some places have like hundreds of, yeah. of agents. They don't care who you. If you have a pulse, like you're in. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, right. like you can work here. Like yeah. here's a phone book. Go make some calls because we don't care because yeah. we're just gonna make money off you. So like. You know, I think we talk about that. Like, we do not want to hire people. Time. It's just a, it's a drain yeah. to have all these people. Like, it takes manpower. Well, it's not only that. Good. I was just say you got like the big, <laughs> like the big 
house brokerages that mm-hmm. just there's 300 plus agents, right? Mm-hmm. And they just kind of like people come, people go, whatever. They got teams, they got this, they got that. Right. And then the the boutique or the small side, right? You either got like lead shops that do all Zillow and everything mm-hmm. like that. And it's like an assembly line with, with low splits and all that. And then you have the people who are quality and go out and get the business. How do you guys feel about Zillow? Zillow, you know, it's funny. I think there's, there's, there's two types of agents with Zillow. There's the agent that hates Zillow and they, there's the agent that, that loves Zillow uh-huh. and, and buys a ton of leads. Yeah. And, and do I believe in the leads from Zillow saying they're good or bad? There's the right agent that does get, get leads it's from right. Zillow it and takes, it works. It, it takes depends the right on who it is. Yeah. It's not everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's a but good point. I, I think the biggest thing in my outlook on Zillow is it's not going anywhere. It's right. not leaving us. We're not going to knock it down. We're not going to. No, we're not going to no. shut it out. You're you not affecting learn. what Zillow no. does. No, I mean, right. they're so no. big. We have to learn how to work with Zillow, and there's so much positive that we can take from Zillow. Mm-hmm. That um, I think so many people get crowded and, and, and fogged up about. Oh, Zillow's doing this. We need to stop them. We need to stop. Them. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Figure and out how to learn. Need to look at the positive side of it all. And right. the glass is half full versus half well, empty. It's and, a and, way better. I think attitude. the difference it, is working with it as opposed to being dependent on it, though. Yes, that's, that's the true. biggest thing. Yeah, a lot of people set their businesses up on huge lead buys from Realtor.com, Zillow, this, that. It gets crazy expensive, and those prices oh, fluctuate yeah. every month. Ten Gs a month, yeah. you know, for a mid-sized team, and it's like, yeah, it's okay. A, but you know, and and Rye, you're absolutely right. It you could spend as much money as the next guy in on Zillow, but I but I'll tell you, if you don't know how to work those leads, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's a, yeah. It, it, it's again, it's all about how you utilize the tool and and acting like it doesn't exist or that it's the you know we're gonna, gonna like you rolled. said we're yeah. gonna take it down. If you got to just evolve well, within week, the it's, sure multiple people calling it anyway. So it's sure, be yeah. the lead. It's constant contact, and at the end of it all, yeah. you don't really have a relationship. Well, right? and, and, and I you think can build you hit it, the nail right on the head and. Uh, that relationship word has is, is been something that's been real important to us, um, and it has been talked about recently quite often. Uh, I'm, I guess maybe I'm old school in the in the way that I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not a real big component of of lead generation, mm-hmm. and, but we have agents in the office that uh, believe in it, that work it, and uh, and it works for them. Um, I personally like the relationship yeah. selling side yeah. of it and building relationships and depending on them for referrals and referral. What's well, stronger than a referral, right? Right. I mean, yeah. right. Yeah. And they're going out, they're growing, they're selling for you. And and I think it's funny, as Brad says, there's so many agents um, out there that are so worried about 5% of their business when 95% of their business comes from their sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. And they're not touching that. Yeah. They're not working on that. They're yeah. so worried about the 5% they don't get. Yeah. It's like you're spending 95% of your time on your 5%. Yeah. Reevaluate, look at it. And for, it, I'm not saying you shouldn't, you shouldn't try to grow your business and, and look at that, but put equate the right time and, and effort right. into that amount that, um, that that model has much more longevity too exactly you're looking at a career then you're not looking yeah. at something i want to hit it in the next six months or a well, year or well, yeah. two years. i think the really good agents know how to do both right yep. they, they spend True. most exactly. of their time with their yep. sphere because that's where most of the business comes from yeah. but they're open to leads and those leads that they get they spend the time to create a relationship yeah. to, to pull it to the other side right i agree 100 percent. Right. and that's anything in technology you have to you have to embrace it and you have to run with it it's done some unbelievable things in our industry and i think there's a lot of people that have tried to push it out but it's it's here and it's yeah. it's, it's it's created that the more Learn of the it. uh, it's more of an aggressive culture as far as how real estate goes and it's a faster pace but it's awesome i mean you look at how much yeah. it's done for our industry mm-hmm. it's it's opened up a lot it's it's opened up a lot for the the customers which i think a lot of people forget about and a lot of the agents forget about how is it going to make me better how is it going to make my life easier 
and we're in a customer based business. So it doesn't matter about you. Forget dude. about it. Nobody it's not cares. about you. No, yeah. it's like that's so right. how, yeah, how yeah. can you facilitate these clients better? And that's the main thing that yeah. I think a lot of these agents forget about. It takes a long time to to figure that out too, and get that. When you have a business, you have a business, right? Like yeah. it's these guys that for us on our side leave like a Quicken Loans or a Loan Depot or something yeah. like that. They're like, I've closed. 5,000 loans in the past, yeah. you know, 10 <laughs> Nobody years, cares, blah, blah, buddy. blah. No one, yeah. Look at my reward and my bobblehead. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> I got this. What agents do you work with? Yeah. Well. Hey, where's it going to come tomorrow? Yeah. I don't like agents. Yeah. I don't like agents. <laughs> yeah. I don't need them. Oh, yeah. All right, bro. Oh, okay. Good luck what do you guys there, offer? What type of leads do you guys offer? We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Go talk to someone. Yeah. Pick up your phone yeah. and make some friends, dude. Well, and I think you're going to see the industry go back here in the next year or two. I think it's going to, you know, it 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 really took a, a flip side and it went to more of a unit based industry. As far as on real estate side, how many units are you popping through? What are you doing? I think we're going to see it get back more to a relationship based business. And, mm. and what are you offering these clients? And the, not saying it's going to be hand holding, but I think you're going to see kind of that rubber band effect come Service. into play more. Yeah. Service is going to be white more important. Yeah, you're because going to have that. much that's more white gloves. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and and I that's that's something that's what our niche is. That's well, that's, that's something that that's we, the yeah. only way to really combat the technology, right? Because what's yeah. the one thing technology is lacking? Yeah, that's right. is that service that service. white glove. Good feeling service. You got to marry the two, dude. Yeah, you got you got to have both. You can't have one or the other. I think before that happens, there'll be a larger divide of. Yes. People who use it's technology true. at mm-hmm. lower margins, right, or lower—they're always going to be there. You're and, right. Yeah, like that might become more efficient than it is today, and people do that. But I mm-hmm. think that a lot of people will still gravitate towards the, the full service side with the you know, sure, yeah. they need to know what's going on, and yeah. a robot can't do that for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's it's enough a, out there for everybody. There's a lot. That's what people don't get. The pie's huge, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you own. 80% market share. You yeah. don't have to worry about anybody else, dude. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? You know what I mean? Like, no, I mean, even no. like Quicken owns like, like 5% market share, right? And I think the it's biggest. seven and a half last year. Whatever yeah, it is, wow. right? It's huge. Which yeah. is huge, <laughs> but huge. ultimately, it's, it's just seven and a half percent, or like the largest, you got right? Right. Percent fight, yeah. fighting over. So I don't know many yeah. people that own more than like five percent of the market share. So no. just yeah. work on that. If you own, <laughs> exactly. just get more market. If you own half a percent, you wouldn't have any worries. No, yeah, You're right. I mean, I'd be crazy. Yeah, half a yeah. percent of market. It's share. crazy That'd to think that. Hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to get into this this lawsuit. And I wanted to get you guys' opinion. So basically, this Minnesota guy is Minnesota. suing. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now. The NAR. And uh, Remax and Keller Williams. I mean, he's cre- and created a class action lawsuit, basically saying that that uh, buyers' agents are ripping off the sellers because they're taking full, you know, three percent, and they're not um, they're not worth three percent, basically, mm-hmm. right? And they're forcing themselves on the seller to take the, even if they do a forced sale by owner, he's saying they have to take three percent, and he's saying their value now is not worth three percent, and they're they're basically ripping people off. Mm. So, which is interesting because I, I was actually going to talk today before I saw this article um, on the when I was using the bathroom. Um, so, <laughs> That's <laughs> where we're at right now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We're reading. actually in the bathroom right wow. now. So, I was going to talk about how how a lot of people don't know as a buyer that that it doesn't cost them anything to have proper representation. Exactly. Right. A lot of people are like, "Well, how much is it going to cost me to have an agent?" I'm like, "Dude." It's free. Like you got to have representation. It's like being on trial and getting a free lawyer. Like you need to have the proper representation. Mm -hmm. 
what? In my mind, I th- it's, it's total backwards. I feel like the if I, I mean, I feel like both agents on both sides deserve the cut they get because this, this both hard work. But I would say that the listing agent does less work than a buyer's agent. The buyer's agent busting ass day in and day out, bringing buyers through I mean, multiple. They're homes. different. I think they're, they're totally they're different. different. They're, but yeah. they're both worth their cut. But yeah. it's a different. Every it's a deal type is of work, different, right? though. Yeah, every time you know a buyer's agent goes one and done and. The client showed them the house that they found on Zillow, right? Right, right? and they're like, "I, I feel like we should get the house for cheaper because we right. found the house we on found. Zillow." Here's the part of that that I think is bullshit. In today's world, your 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 agent's probably not going to find your house because just as fast as yeah, it hits online. the market, you're yeah. seeing it on you're Zillow because right. yeah, right. that, that, yep. that's not what they're there for anymore. Mm-hmm. I believe that they're for, there to protect you on the contract to negotiate for you to put you in the best possible position right. to buy exactly. the house. to answer that's their the phone, val- yeah. That's, that's their the value. value. For sure. It's not. They're not fine. They're not having a pocket listing. No. They might, but like it's no. rare, right? No. It's, it's so the reality is, it's representation in yeah. a pretty substantial. It's the largest potentially financial transaction most people are going to have. That, that right? and, and a lot of times, most emotional because you're buying a lifestyle. You're buying yeah. a home for your kids. And yeah, you know, yeah. close you need- to school. Or, and you're you're right on, Paul. I mean, it's not the uh, driving around at how many houses or, or finding that house with them. It's um, Having the knowledge of the area where the buyer can say, "Hey, Brad. Hey, Rye. What you know? What do you think about the uh, price?" I yeah. mean, Well, here, by the way, here's some comps. Here's what's sold. And so it's it's uh, putting a value on the home. It's it's negotiating, going to bat. It's uh, condition looking at the condition of the home with the inspector and, and coaching them through. Um, and know, a, what and to look and for, a buyer like who buys a house every seven years or five years doesn't have that acumen to understand. <laughs> Uh, you know, even mo- for, for even the most if they part. have a, have a, a pretty good idea, yeah, it, you maybe still they've been through yeah. it a few times. Still, I, I would, you know, I would. If I, would I was not. if I was buying in a different market, I would I would use an agent, yeah, for sure, because you want to yeah. understand the market. And you also, yeah. oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, probably one of the most under uh, valued value adds that an agent brings is their relationships, their inspectors, exactly. their lenders, their title company, the network, right? yeah. their yeah. team to make sure that the deal gets done. The, and their reputation 100%. with the other agents. So if, if it's a competitive situation yeah. and there's multiple offers going into to a listing agent, you you want if you're representing yourself, it's critical. Yeah. You're, you're like thrown thrown out immediately. But if you I mean, have a good agent that has a good reputation, you're yeah. You know, you're towards the top of the pile. And exactly. when you use that $500 guy flat lister, yeah. you know, it's like, well, <laughs> hey. Is he still around, by the way? <laughs> Probably. I, we won't name names. But I'm sure everyone's like, man, Nightmare. I love that guy, right? Exactly. <laughs> not, not, not really. Nightmare. Nightmare. So, yeah. So, like, so this lawsuit is basically saying that – but I think it's the opposite. I think that 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 is critical in a home buyer's process to have that representation it's so important, especially Definitely. for a first time. Like think about your first time home buyer. You have all these lists of wants, and it's up to them to like. If it was up to them to like discern where they should live, how they you know tax, they don't know any of that, right? right? No. And having no. having the right team around you when you're buying a house is really important. Mortgage, uh, title, whatever it is, you got to create that team around you to get the proper proper and, uh, tutelage. Often, yeah. often people choose the <laughs> make the worst decision based upon a commission. Well, yeah. I feel bad yeah. for Aunt Sally, so you know, right? I don't want her to not get oh, this three percent, right? Oh, and it's Sally. like so Aunt Sally's like, well, I don't know an inspector. Or a mortgage or whatever, and like uh, that's just it's uh, it's crazy. Unless it's Uncle Brad, then you're okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. I I agree. I mean, what Sal said is it's so true. You, an agent, brings a team that's working for you. It's not always just that agent that's working for you on the buy side uh, or on the sell side. It's they have a team. 
They have mm-hmm. their title contact. They have their mortgage contact, which is a huge part of it, especially on the buy end. Making sure that agent is telling you, sit down with the mortgage yeah. rep, run through numbers. This is what you know to expect. What can you afford? What can't you afford? I mean, there's so many elements that go right. into it that people it forget. Blows, especially like if, if someone comes to you and it's like, all right, do you have an inspector that you want to work with? Yeah. Do you have a mortgage? Well, I got this pre-approval. Do you know what loan you're approved for? I, I don't know. <laughs> like FHA, I don't know. The guy didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And it's so, it's so yeah. like, uh, People love who doesn't love buying homes? It's everywhere. It's on TV. It's it's such sexy. a sexy yeah, thing. Sexy, yeah. Buying a home, you get so caught up in just that house. There's so many other things that are part of that transaction mm-hmm. that you yeah. don't think about. You need a professional that's on your side it's, that's been through. Well, it, on million dollar everything. listing, I'm pretty yeah. sure there is. It's really easy. <laughs> no one house. Yeah, exactly. Show house. You collect <laughs> it's, it's it's super, a couple of videos. Have an open house with a thousand people yeah, in it. You're it's good, super man. super sexy and then you on TV. I want to be them. Super stressful in real life. <laughs> and then you like, go yeah. back to work as a uh, lizard groomer. Yeah. Who makes a million dollars a year. <laughs> oh How do you groom a lizard? I don't even well, want to know. Well, I own a uh, small uh, child lizard. sticker store. Yeah. And <laughs> we got a budget of like seven and a half it's million. So true. <laughs> oh, it's like, where do these people what? come from? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting. I, I think the value proposition today is a little bit different, but it, there's still a lot of value to having the – I mean, it just it it blows my mind when someone uses someone that isn't like a professional for them and they're just because they know them and it's like dude they use them for the wrong again, reason again it's the largest yeah. transaction of your life like if you were on trial for murder you'd probably like interview a couple like uh, lawyers right yeah. before you pick the one that you wanted <laughs> right. well you're if you're about to spend two hundred thousand yeah. dollars wouldn't you like get the proper res- anyways yeah. I, I, that's my rant but for the buyers out there understand that a real estate agent's free for you and that, yep. that that's the beauty of it and that's what this guy's saying it's not really fair well and and uh you know, I've had that question from uh, customers, clients in the past where uh, they'll, you know, I'll answer it the same way you said it, Paul. Well, it's free to you. But the uh, customer or client on the other end, uh, the buyer, is going to say, well, it's built baked into the price. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is to remember, be baked into the sellers. Oh, price. got it, got it. Meaning, okay, yeah. uh, sellers, sellers paying uh, your gonna commission, but we're going to yeah. bump it up. So I'm really paying for it. doesn't work that way. I always ask him, I say, I guarantee if you ask that seller if he thought he could sell his house or she could have sold his house uh, by owner without paying a commission, would they reduce it by no, a certain gonna, percent? they're going to take no, the same they're, amount. They're <laughs> selling it by owner because they think they can yeah, save the money. They'll still out of that, so, right? Uh, yeah. That's right. And so you're going to buy it when, when you buy a Dyson at no Target, case, take me out of the same equation, price as a, as a the website, seller's right? going to get six. Or the, the yeah. listing agent will get six exactly. then, then you right. double dip you. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, so, and you don't have representation. That's that listing that's agent works for the crazy. seller. You works should for the not do even for sale by owners, guys out there. It's a nightmare when we get a deal that's for sale by owner. I mean, Sal, you just went through it. I just went through it. We're Man. practically writing the contract and yeah. acting as the yeah. agent, or they're calling an agent, or the listing agent's doing all the work. Like yeah. it, it, it's a nightmare because they don't understand. How to and sell a home to your for the most point part. of no. trying to know like as much as you can about the business before you jump ships or whatever, like to to other parts of the business. Like yeah. when I wrote this PA the other day, full disclosure, I'm not a realtor, but <laughs> like told them that like yeah. get this check by a real estate attorney, whatever. You, f- you facilitated. Yeah, I, I helped him write the PA. You broke the law. And then I had to talk to the seller. He got it checked out by an agent, right? But it was like was like, man, this sucks. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm calling the seller. He's like, well, I don't know about you know eight days for inspection. I'm like, dude, yeah, that's just, just he lives yeah. in the house. Just sign yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it goes back to that commercial. Stay but in your again, lane, I, bro. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 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 hire I, your professional for each. I was like, each 
each job. But don't skimp on they the didn't important pay stuff. No. You know, it's like, exactly. hey, I'm gonna have heart yeah. surgery. I'm just doing it on my own. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> well, so, yeah. When yeah, you go to the crazy. doctor to figure something out, yeah. you don't. You don't, you don't say, say I, I got this. Myself. I got. Yeah. I'll stitch myself yeah. up. Got murder charges. I'm not saying we're doctors. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. No, it's just interesting when people just try to save a penny. I don't. I, they live in a really like scarcity mindset. Like, there's, mm-hmm. dude, there's, you're, you're selling your house. You probably made like a lot of money on it. You're fine. Sell the house and move on, and, and pay the price because and you're going to get the proper thing. Uh, often, transaction, <laughs> right? Yeah. You, we do these fisbos, and the appraisal comes in, and it's like, wow. Yeah. Like yeah. there's another 20 G's in there that you could have just paid agents on. You know? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. And this yeah. would be a hell of a lot less of a problem yeah. for me. Exactly. Yeah. You could have yeah. got more for your house. It wasn't marketed correctly. I mean, yeah. just there's a lot of good and bad. Yeah. So Leaving money on the table. I, I, I truly believe, listen, we're going to see margin compression coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. It's, yep. it's happening as we speak. Uh, automation is creating a situation where we can do more volume. Yep. Volume will dictate the, the the compression of margins, which I get. That's fine. Because if you can do more, fine. I, sure. I get it. At the same time, the value proposition that we offer in the real estate business is still the same, mm-hmm. if not higher, because it's even yeah. more complicated now with regulations and everything. So right. um, th- th- let's not lose sight of the fact that what we do and what agents do, what loan officers do, title companies, it's very intricate and it there's there's that you need professionals doing that. You're not gonna do it on your own. No. Right. It's just not happening. No matter what happens. Where's that lawsuit at in, in Minnesota? I Minnesota. Mean, like in, in the process. Like has it is it uh, is it just filed? Has it gone anywhere? Uh, I think it just got filed. Um, I'm really know. interested to file that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to read that, Paul. I don't I don't have all the details on it, but uh this it's, is what he it's said. Certainly interesting. This is what the complaint said. The conspiracy has saddled home sellers with a cost that would be borne by the buyer in a competitive market. Uh, moreover, because most buyers and brokers will not show homes to their clients where the seller is offering a lower buyer broker commission or will show homes with higher commission offers first, sellers are incentivized when making the required blank and non-negotiable offer to procure the buyer broker's cooperation by offering a higher commission. Basically, they're saying uh, if I'm a if I'm a buyer's uh, if I'm showing houses, I'm not going to go show you a house where the right. Yeah. Where I, I wish, yeah. And, well, uh, I wish and, we don't have and, that control. We, uh, agent wants a client wants to see a house. They're going. They're going to serve the house, dude. They're not going to do it. Yeah, that's, what it that's right. A the, good agent, at least, right? Yeah, that's exactly. right. And the buyer, the buyer's going to dictate which houses mm-hmm. they want to look look at. But um, you know, there's ways around that <clears> to uh, to make sure that the buyer's agent is being covered the, their full commission. Meaning yeah. If if they're out show there there might be a buyer broker agreement in place with the buyer and the agent suggesting that a full uh, X percent would be received for for my services. Yeah. And and part or all of that can be coming from the seller. Meaning if they show a, a home that's uh half of what they're typically yeah. Yeah. receiving, then the buyer's going to come up with the other half. There's always – right. what people don't get also, everything's negotiable. That's when, true. When you put together right. the contract, exactly. you can put anything in there. It's a contract yeah. and you guys can all decide on what you want to do. So, right. But it's an, it's interesting. I, like it's gonna, like this guy, just, I'm, I must have been really pissed and just filed the glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Something happened. It sits around. feels pretty strongly yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, we're going into the spring season. Uh, it's Woo-hoo. 40 degrees outside. It's going to be about 65 tomorrow. Yeah. We're probably going to see tops down in Michigan. People are going to open up their pools. On cars. We're going to see a lot of shorts. Uh, all of a sudden, open. you know, it's crazy because all of a sudden now, like, it's, it's yeah. 65 and we can wear yeah. shorts. And Paul's yeah. attitude is so much better right I know. now. Yeah, I was like going through total some total turn, man. We did the show for, like, two months straight on Wednesdays where we barely made it into the office because every Wednesday yeah. it was, like, you know. It, it, it was, like, a month long we, where we had, yeah. we had Wednesday, office Wednesday, meetings Wednesday. and stuff in our office. 
this tour. Yeah. We had to cancel like three Every times Wednesday. in a row. Yeah, yeah right. Wednesday. 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 Wednesdays you know, were and, not good. So I was going through severe depression, seasonal depression. <laughs> uh, I wasn't fun to be around. <laughs> Still uh, My wife almost left me. I mean, so, uh, my whole life almost fell apart. But now we're good. You can't appreciate the uh, spring and summer if you don't have to go. So Sal said something very poignant. He goes, if we lived in San Diego or San Francisco, like we would just get so numb. To that. But we get yeah. we get actually like a little bit of a high That's true. when it gets nice yeah. out. We would lose that. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? You're I right. Would agree. We get all four seasons. We get a nice little yeah. high when the, when the fall Kinda comes nice, and it's a nice right? cool yeah. fall day. Yeah. Break the wall. Yeah. And then And then winter just lasts eight months. Then also gives from December 26 till. You know, St. Yeah. Patty's Day. Yeah. yeah. This is the tail so end Unless of you're getting time. out of town and yeah. it, in our business, that's like yeah. Yeah. hanging yeah. skates right. up. Got you you got to take a break. I mean, but I'm, that flip is – that uh, switch is flipped so quickly. Now? Which which is There's probably no more this spring. Week. There's no more spring. Like yeah. you go through like this – The air this smells period. different. Like you yeah. can yes. smell things. Yeah. Not in our Those are buyers. like diesel fuel. You're smelling buyers out there. Yeah. So my point is, guys, we're going into the spring season. I believe personally that we're going to have a really strong spring in our market – Specifically, I think uh, nationwide, I think a couple of re- reasons are uh, the, the housing prices are good, uh, they're, they're stable, yeah. they're, we have jobs, and the price of money is super cheap, yep. right, to borrow right now. Still, yeah. uh, and I think yeah. in the high end market that you, maybe you guys could talk about, we're seeing a lot of movement up there. And that kind of dictates, in my mind, you know, if, the, if those guys uh, and girls are like feeling comfortable with the market, there's something going on, right? They're, they're probably really in touch with what's yeah. happened financially, yeah, right? Consumer yeah. confidence, definitely. So, what do, you guys yeah, see, what do you guys see in the spring? I, you know, I, th- I think we're going to see a great spring. I know there's been, um, everyone has their different perception of where things are going to go, Opinions, but I think this yeah. spring is going to be great. I, I, uh, I sent out an email to the office actually yesterday saying, Hey, this is time to go get ready to run and run fast. Cause yeah. you know, it, it's a standard in Michigan. We have this slowdown, which I know you and I talked about earlier, yeah. pretty much from November. You talk about Thanksgiving through this time of the year where it's slow and, and you have to work on your pipeline. You have to stay in touch with your clients if you don't. You're starting to freak out because you don't yeah. know what's coming, when yeah. the next check's coming. When a lot you're of agents right now are sweating bullets. But it's time now, <laughs> right. and it's time to run hard because this is when you make your your yeah. your piece. Yeah. Um, and it's something that we're going to see here. I think it, market-wise, it's going to be a good market. I think we're going to see a good year, a good summer. Um, you know, People talk about, it, well, we're going to see a slowdown a little bit. That might be – you know, down the road, um, I think again, I think we're pie. gonna see a good year. It's the I pie, think it's right? The pie. How much right. of that pie can you get? I think we're gonna see a good year, though. I, I, I definitely do. I think you know, it might level off in certain cases in some areas, but overall, it's gonna be a great year. I'm, I'm not super in touch with the markets from the real estate side, but I, I feel like it's already coming. I feel like I've seen more listings, more action. My Facebook's yeah. blowing up with with sold, listed, moving all yeah. this stuff. I feel like it's already heating up, and it's it's March. Yeah. I think that the reality mm-hmm. is is that you know, if you look and not to be pessimistic because i mean the reality is is that inventory is probably lower right now than it is last it is year, lower right? but, but so, days yeah, on market exactly. it's not bad either though so right. things are turning yeah. yeah but but the reality is if you're going to have a good spring it's because of you right exactly. like, at least yep. on the real estate Nailed side it. so you know it's kind of like <laughs> it, if you say yeah you know i think it's gonna be a good year it probably will be yeah. Right, if you right. think Rise about it, it like that, but if you are Rise like Rise one of the uh, component of uh, you have to be stuff's contagious. Yeah. It's contagious. To. People yeah. want to be around you. People want to work with you. You're you're going to see well, the brighter so side funny. of everything. You work hard. It's 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 it, way different. It's than crazy. We have you know quite a few uh, relationships with real estate agents. How we get yeah. our business, and it's you like do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It was only us, but it's like sorry guys. You can tell who's. Who's in that right mindset, right? When they call and, oh, man, it's oh, slow, dude. I, oh, I sold no. like two homes in December. Yeah. And really haven't done anything yeah, like, since. Ooh. It's like, well, not good. 
because yeah. you are he's like there's no inventory you know, it's that's like the excuse as yeah. opposed to like, well, I'm going to figure out how to help people out and help exactly. them meet their goals and blah, blah, blah. And then you end up making a sale. Dude, yeah. I, I think about back in like 2008, like I was having the best year ever in 2008. Yeah. I was going into like this, this meltdown and I was like banging it out. <laughs> You're like, no, because it, there's, there's opportunity in every scenario, yeah. every scenario. I know people that like made a killing off like uh, foreclosures and turn, right. like sales, you yeah. can find ways to yeah. like make the, make the, there's a lot of money. There's always a around. market. Yeah. Right. And it's if it shrinks 5%, yeah. but you grow your market share 2%, yeah. you know, you're going to do okay. You have to adapt. 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 Any change, yes. any change in the adapt. market. You're right. Any change up or down creates opportunity. And mm-hmm. I think exactly. you took, took advantage of that, Paul. You're the, right. So. The people that make excuses and, and blame everything else or have the negative <laughs> attitudes. And it's like Paul, years and years ago, when I first met Paul, one of the things that uh, he was up on his – uh, soapbox preaching to a team about <laughs> literally. I think it's, I just stand it's on my stuck chair, yeah. in my what head. What did I do? What did I do? Tell me. He was talking about. He was talking to his team, and he's like, "This is our pond, right? You're all ducks in this pond, and this is our pond. And if any of you guys have a bad, negative attitude in here, it's like shitting in our pond, and we're all swimming around. <laughs> do not shit in my pond. <laughs> Sounds like hilarious. You First that. of all, yeah. you screwed it up. It's it, fishbowl. Whatever it was, I don't. The message was was don't great. shit in my fishbowl. Yeah, don't like shit Brad, in my fishbowl. Yeah, Brad, Brad, it was great, man. I mean, I've used it a few times in the past since then, but it's because look, it's contagious. Like if someone's around you being negative, like you're gonna you're gonna start being like, you don't want to hang out with that. No, dude. But if someone's like, let's go, like we're we're rocking and rolling, like that, you know, let's get the horse, let's go. And often like. Like the the person who's freaking out right now because I, I don't have anything going on and you know so and so is like killing it yeah. right yeah but they won't ask so and so why they're killing it right right they're just kind of like yeah. why not me and yeah. Yeah. Well, like, he's doing better than me and he because he knows yeah. this person well, they're it's feeding this, him right? the leads like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. hang the skates up and go manage a McDonald's it's dude like nature. get out of here you're right yeah. <laughs> yeah. like yeah. <laughs> you got to be able to look past and say because usually when you're in that mode. It's it's your deficiency. Yeah, something's yeah. going on in you, right? Because right. if people are succeeding right. around you, yeah. and you're not, it's probably because of you. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, one hundred percent. Right. People don't realize how much they affect. They're the ones that have the control of how things affect you. Oh. How the outside world affects you. You can either yeah. let it be negative and be down and out, or yeah. you can be positive. It's all on how you look at it. What lens mm-hmm. are you looking through? Yeah. And letting you know, everyone has crappy people in your life. People uh-huh. that they could bring you down, but are you going to let that happen? Are you going to let them have a bigger piece of the pie of your life, or are you not? Yeah. Who do you want to? Who who do you want to influence you, and who do you want to be? Which is why you're going to stop hanging out with your brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's trouble. You know, he, Ryan and I uh, over the last little over a year, uh, we've been working with a uh, business coach. Okay. We meet okay, with yeah. her. Meet yeah. with her once a week, and um, you know, coaches in general, I don't believe tell you. Too much that you don't already know. Yeah, but for they sure. hold you accountable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They the second voice. pull. Yeah, it is. And uh, one of the things that she continues to remind us is that's right. Opportunity. Stay positive. And uh, I think it's really paid off in, in how yeah, we look at it. It's important, dude. It's it's, it's it's in our business mindset. Yeah, is so mindset. paramount. You it's so it. paramount to your success because you can literally will yourself into success if you mm-hmm. just believe it. Yep. You just mm-hmm. work towards it every day. Yeah. It's when you I get agree. down and like you're like, this isn't working, and all of a sudden you just stop, and three months later well, you have no business, right? It's yeah. physically healthy too. Like, yeah. you know, like when you're stressed out, like yesterday I was like, Oh, I had like, sal was in a rough rhino shape horn pop up on my head. I was so stressed. <laughs> sal was, was like, like Oscar the Grouch. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> no, I was talk to me, you know, and like I had to go home. I kind of had to shut off, yeah. sleep, and be like, all right, 
Yeah, we're back. Whatever, we're going to get it done. Man, we're going to figure it out. I wasn't always in do, the office. Right? Just talking to Sal on the phone, I was like, you are not. I'm like, Sal, how you doing? Right He's like, He's like, do you like the yellow or the blue logo? I don't care. But you look at all the successful people out there in the world, they all failed. They all struggled. And that's how you learn. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it and you wouldn't learn. You wouldn't grow. You wouldn't evolve. You can't win without losing. Exactly. You have to have those tough times. And how do you handle that? How do you, what do you do? Do you just kind of put your head down and complain and blame it on someone else? Or do you, you, you brush yourself off, get up, learn from it, and grow. And yeah. that's that's I think what separates the, the the everyone out there is are the good from the bad or the the successful from the non successful. How are you handling these these hurdles? Because they're in every industry. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. hurdles that you're gonna yeah, you're sure. gonna have brought up to you. And yeah. are you taking it as a great learning experience? And I'm not saying you're you're gonna have days where you're gonna grow right. You're gonna grow a little horn. <laughs> yeah. That happens, <laughs> and that's totally fine. But that allows you to kind of step back. And well, have how do you your rebound? That's the question, exactly. Right? How do you rebound from that? Which it sometimes yeah. it crushes people, but so, you got to take it and run with it. Yeah. So we're at the right point out. of the show where we do three questions uh we do it on every uh, every show first question is always the same and the first question is what scares you so you can either you, you don't answer like the same answer right so he scares i'd me. say i i honestly what scares me <laughs> oh are we talking uh we talking business one thing that that worries me not so much scares me but uh I do worry a little bit about it. Is affordability is is the home price of the the affordability? Yeah, I can see that. Um, you know, the, these prices have bounced back from the recession so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, little too quick for my comfort. I will tell you, there was a correct like it stopped right. We were going yeah. hot and heavy, yeah. and it was going nuts two years ago, right? Yeah, it, multiple hours, ten, ten. Hours. Now I feel like it's starting. We're starting to get more comfortable. But if we start seeing that again, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. We, yeah. I don't want to overheat, but yeah, what scares? What so scares I'm, you, I'll go right? on a different aspect. I, what scares me is technology has jumped into our industry, which is awesome, and I love it, and I think it's great. But I, yeah. it scares me that that our industry is going to go away from the the um, customer service side, and it's going to go more automated, and it's going to go. Everyone wants to save a few bucks and do a few things, a few extra things or a few less things, make it easier, but they don't realize what they're losing until it's gone. Yeah. And that goes for having a great mortgage rep who's yeah. on the phone walking through the yeah. process. Same with realtors. So it scares me with technology going too fast and too far yeah. to where it's going to cut out that, that, um, customer mm-hmm. service that you need, that handholding, which it, I think it'll, is a it'll part go, of everything. It'll go there until some people have some horror stories and then all of a sudden it'll it's happen. Like, I mean, for, sure. I, for instance, I'll just give you an example and move on to the next question. Like think Quicken, right? Back when we, when I was at Quicken, like people, it was innovative and you could do it online and you, now people don't want to get hammered with a thousand phone calls. They no. don't want to do, they want to meet the person, right? So it's yeah, kind of right. been a backlash even in that. Exactly. So I think we'll we'll see something like the pendulum swing both ways at some point. Uh, Second question: What is one trait in your brother that you wish you had that you don't? And you got to answer each other. I like his his hairline. You didn't even go over his hairline. hairline. He's got a great hairline. I mean, pretty simple. It's really good. Uh, For me, I would say Brad knows everything. He was um, wow. There we go. No, I'm dead serious. There we go. Are we recording? (laughs) Yeah, the whole world's here. He didn't like. Like it, and it was it, it, it's tough on him, and I give him a lot of props. Is he was he was our dad's second man for a long time, yeah. and he's been in the business fifteen plus years, and he was he knows everything, and that's something that I'm still learning and going through. He's the guy I call all the time, and, and so I'm sure he's like, yeah. God damn, is Ryan calling again? But no, 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 I'm so fortunate to have him yeah. to, to, to ask those questions. But I he has the knowledge. He's been through the ups and downs, and he's he's learned in my eyes from the best, which is yeah. our dad. So we've, but, we've had some fun working working. For together. sure, dude. We yeah. For sure, yeah. So. I can see that. But, you, like but you have the hairline. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade knowledge for a hairline any day. Are you kidding? 
Man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, last question is, if you could be one animal in the animal kingdom, what would it be and why? A wolf. Wolf. Oh, All right. that's a good one. That's, I like that <laughs> one. All right, but, but why? why? Oh, man. Sly you were going to ask that. That was a yeah. quick answer for I not know, having right? a Y behind it. I, know. Well, I, I mean, Wolf is... Name. I jumped the gun, I think. <laughs> I, I just got excited. I said Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a wolf head. is a I cool... Mean, I mean, let's last name would be a good answer, it's cool too. Like, yeah. yeah. Let's just say it's One cool wolf pack. I, I think from Brad, that... Brad's thinking hard. Look at Brad. Yeah, you stumped me. I don't know. It's pretty tough. You it's know, there's not there's Brother not someone like else Pelican. out there who's dictating how you live your life, how you how you you're out there. I guess from a wolf standpoint, yeah. they live and do their own. There's there isn't too many that hunt them. Um, you know, I feel it, it, it from my eyes. You stay focused on what you want to do. What's your niche? What's your product? What are you delivering to the clients out there? And not like worrying about what everyone else is doing. I know we talked about it a lot today. Yeah. You can get so caught up in that minutia and, and all yeah. that stuff, what's going on in the industry, but more yeah. be who you true to who you are and what is getting you to so where you're you a spirit be. animal. I actually, I, guess. I actually like wolf, <laughs> I like wolf Never more and more because yeah. the thing about their pack animal, they're they're pack, they rely on the team around them, right? Yeah. Family yeah. is huge, yeah. they're smart as shit. I like yeah. that answer a lot. Yeah. I mean, we're a good answer. We're the big <laughs> all right, thing Brad, we push at the office. I'm gonna is family, like family's huge, and not only obviously we grow up and we have a huge family within ourselves and the company but that's we i look at our all of our agents as family and that's huge to me because yeah. it, it builds our unbelievable culture that we have there it's but a big deal it's important it's a big deal Very important. having the right people For around sure. you and like being a support system i think is huge like a wolf pack. brad's yeah. a duck a duck <laughs> <laughs> he shit my pond that's man. a squirrel he's a squirrel <laughs> a squirrel oh yeah here we go here yeah. comes the jokes yeah. i don't even want to answer it after that one <laughs> you gotta answer it's part of the show oh, we can't move on man i you can't leave i'd have to answer. say you know what the only thing that's been on my mind is is a fish <laughs> <laughs> here we go see here we go it's like a parade. just because i'm going i'm i'm looking forward to getting down to florida in a couple weeks and and one thing what I kind love, of fish yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah let's go with Marlin. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to grabbing the fishing pole and tuning it out for That's a couple awesome. days. That's so. always good, That's, man. Nice. That's uh, always good. That's all I'm hey. thinking about. What about you, Jessica? We've never asked you, Jessica. What would you be? What kind of animal? Lion. Lion. Oh, oh. That's always a big That lion. came out quick. She's yeah. thought of it. She's going to run the show. Yeah. Yeah. She is running the show. A lion or a lion? What, are they, what is it? Uh, uh, lioness. Yeah, I guess lioness because I'm a girl. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. It'd be weird if you just yeah. <laughs> You'd have the bits and all. Oh, okay. <laughs> what would you be, Paul? What would I be? Oh, oh, man, man, I, you know I've never I seen I... being like a macaque or something just annoying. Like, <laughs> oh, what? Just a macaque? Like, yeah, like, bird, right? You could no, suck my those, like, Paul would be a peacock. <laughs> way off? No, it's, it's a... like one of those little monkeys. Oh yes, they <laughs> like those annoying monkeys stealing people's cigarettes and whatnot. I could see that. sitting in the corner. A macaque. I don't even know how you know that. You just answered for it. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take the macaque. I'll be the macaque. All right, so All right guys. Why do you want to be that? Well, I would no, macaque because I can smoke cigarettes and <laughs> yeah. steal people's stuff. <laughs> so uh, kind of fun. tell the audience <laughs> how they get trouble. get a hold of you guys, man. Uh, you guys do a really good job. Thank you so much for doing the show. Honestly, you guys were Thank a lot of fun. Guys. So yeah. tell the audience how they can get a hold of you if they need need your services. Go ahead. So um, hollandhunterrealtors.com. That's our website. Yeah. Um, you know, we're downtown Birmingham. Come and Come see, see us, us 442 yeah. South Old Woodward, phone number 644-3500, obviously 248 area code. Yeah. Um but you can find us all over the internet. Just type in Holland Hunter Realtors. Yeah, and you'll come find on. Us we we uh, renovated the office about a uh, handful of years ago. It looks great. We'd love to show it off. Awesome. We'll bring you a cup of coffee up front, yeah. whatever. We got so, social media. Any social media room. outlet, you'll you'll uh, great you'll find closing it. room. 
Yeah, they close yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Right. you guys know that. Right? Long, yeah. long table. Yeah. It's, like yeah, it's, it's a good room to be you in. A, you guys have a great group. We, honestly, guys, you guys were awesome we're on the show. We're fortunate to have this group. Yeah. We, yeah. We really so when are. are we doing well, this again? This is fun. Well, I, dude, I it's like your it. call. If you, guys, if you guys actually want to come back, it's rare. Nobody ever even calls us after <laughs> <No>. this. <laughs> Except, you know, you know we cut it every Wednesday. And once in a while, one time we had someone just pop in in the middle of a oh, show. Yeah. Really? Like, hey! Oh, yeah. Raffin, Tony Raffin, you guys know who he is. <laughs> yeah. So great. I loved it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, obviously, Sal, do the do the thing where, about the where they can find us. You said you're going to handle that. Oh, yeah. Well. Anywhere. Google it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's like got this whole list of things. Just uh, all right. I fucking hate you. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Hit your iTunes, Google, Google Play, it. figure it out. All right. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you, Jessica. Thank, thank you, everybody. You. Have thank a great you. day. Bye, guys. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate, the nation's top real estate podcast. Don't forget to follow us at irepodcast.com and everywhere where podcasts are available. 